Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day explained and analysed by The Times of London. Today with Stuart Willey and me, James Hansen. On today's episode, two years on from a Hollywood tragedy, will we finally learn how live rounds ended up inside Alex Baldwin's gun on the set of Rust? It's one of the most tragic and most talked about stories in recent Hollywood history. In 2022, a cinematographer called Helena Hutchings was shot dead in New Mexico on the set of the movie Rust. The actor Alec Baldwin was rehearsing how to draw his revolver when the weapon went off. He was charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. And though the charges were dropped last April, pending further investigation, he's been indicted again since. He denies the charges. And while Baldwin awaits his trial date, a jury will begin hearing evidence today in the case of someone else who was on set that fateful day. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed was the 25-year-old novice armourer responsible for gun safety on Rust. Again, she denies the charges. But might we finally get the answer to how live rounds ended up on a movie set and in the hands of a world-famous actor? Kieran Southern is LA correspondent for The Times. There's been a long and winding legal road to get us to this point. Obviously, Halnia Hutchins was shot in October 2021. There's been plenty of civil cases filed in that time. But this is the first criminal case to go to trial. And this is the case of Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. She was the on-set weapons expert the Rust movie and she was in charge of weapons safety on set when Hutchins was killed. The prosecution's case is essentially that it's down to Gutierrez-Reed to make sure that there was no live rounds on set and certainly no live rounds in a gun given to an actor. They have alleged in in court documents that Hannah Gutierrez-Reed was a drug user who was possibly hungover on the day of the shooting and that she bears much of the responsibility 
for what happens. Now, it's interesting because the outcome of this trial could have far-reaching complications for Hollywood and safety on set. At the crux of it, I think, is the question of just who is responsible here. Is it the low-paid novice armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, or is it the wider production that put those conditions in place, or is it indeed the actor who, who was holding the gun? suppose we'll get answers from this trial and then from Alec Baldwin if that case makes it this far. That's Kieran Southern, LA correspondent for The Times. The Times has exclusively filmed with the Russian citizens who have decided to switch sides and fight for Ukraine. That's the sound of the Freedom of Russia Legion, a military unit whose operations are overseen by Ukrainian intelligence. This is Dani. He's describing losing one of his comrades who was killed by an exploding mine. It's just one of the incredibly moving and compelling moments in a brilliant piece of journalism by Mark Bennett, the Times foreign correspondent. Mark's been speaking to the world in 10 about what motivates these Russians to fight for Ukraine. Well, first I would say that they don't think they're fighting against their own country. They think they're fighting against Putin's regime, which I think is a very important point as well for the West to understand. Um, Putin is not Russia. Putin's regime isn't Russia. I mean, he has, he has support, but they see it as they're fighting Putin's regime. They don't see they don't see themselves as traitors. They don't see themselves as um, people who have turned against their their motherland, as it were. They would they would they would argue that they're actually patriots and they're fighting for like a, a freer, more pleasant Russia where people aren't murdered in jail for having dissenting views. But obviously, Putin doesn't see it that way. And um, if any of them were captured, they would probably face some um, horrendous torture, death, or and long, long prison terms if they live that long in Russian prisons. And Mark, how many soldiers are we talking about here? How big is the Freedom of Russia Legion? I mean, I don't know exactly. Probably hundreds, I think. I mean, I don't know. It's very difficult to say. It could be anything from 400 to 900. That's just a completely rough guess off the top of my head. But I mean, it's not like thousands and thousands and thousands of people. They're engaged in kind of mortar. They're, they're actually fighting across most of the front line in the Donbass anyway. They've been involved in hostilities near Bakhmut. We visited them in the Donetsk region where they were firing artillery shells at Russian forces who were just three miles away. And I asked Ukrainians about what they think about them. And obviously there's a lot of hatred for Russians in Ukraine. But but they were all, I didn't hear anything negative about them. They're all like anyone who comes to help us, we respect them. Thanks. Mark, how do they manage to escape Russia and defect? I mean, just pulling that off must be quite the challenge. It varies. I mean, there are routes, there are secret routes out. One guy we spoke to was open about how he got out. He went to Estonia, which climbed over the border fence and then spent four months in Estonia in a migration center. Uh, but there are various ways out. I mean, if you have a if you have a passport, it was fairly easy to begin the war to fly to Kazakhstan, to Armenia, for example, and then make your way to Ukraine. Getting into Ukraine is also a problem as well, because obviously Ukrainians are um, quite wary about giving Russian citizens permission to enter the country right now. So those who joined up with the um, Freedom of Russia Legion had to make arrangements in advance. I mean, they couldn't just turn up at the border. Mark, thank you. That's Mark Bennett, the Times foreign correspondent. And Mark's brilliant video documentary is on the Times website and app right now.
It's called panda diplomacy, and for decades the Chinese government has gifted giant pandas to other countries as a way of improving relations. For example, when Chairman Mao sent a pair to Washington in 1972. In recent years, the number of giant pandas in Western zoos has shrunk dramatically. But now, panda diplomacy is back. Xi Jinping has personally approved the loan of two pandas to San Diego Zoo. A similar deal has also been agreed with a zoo in Madrid, with Washington and Vienna likely to follow. Richard Spencer is the Times China correspondent. So we're quite surprised that this whole project has been renewed again. It's it's now feels a little bit of a dated way to monitor international relations, and relations with the West aren't that good.、Uh, China has given pandas, or lent, I'd say, loaned and leased pandas to countries that are more favourable to it. Indonesia has a couple. Qatar got a couple. A Chinese companies built the stadium where the World Cup final was held in、uh, 2022. So there's relations there. But in the West,、uh, we thought it was on its way out until today. Richard, just tell us more about the pandas themselves. What do we know about them? We don't know which pandas they're going to get yet. There's always a little bit of、uh, interest in this. Some of the pandas in the breeding program around the world have become quite well known. Some are already quite well known. They have a sort of pedigree. We now have about 600 to 700 pandas living in breeding stations in China, in effectively panda reserves and zoos around the world, and they are nearly all descended from some of the original pandas that were part of this program. So there's a sort of pedigree of which panda was descended from which one. And we expect them to come in、uh, late summer. I think is the date being talked about. Richard Spencer, China correspondent for the Times. Three weeks ago, Lewis Hamilton gave us one of the biggest stories in sport when he announced his shock move to Ferrari, and all eyes on Formula One were on him again today as he drove his Mercedes for the first time since telling them he's leaving at the end of the year. This couldn't have worked out any better for Netflix, of course. They're releasing the latest season of Drive to Survive in, as we record this, a matter of hours. And、in episode six, Hamilton says something that hasn't aged that well. He says, and I quote, "It just never feels like there is going to be a time when I'm not a Mercedes driver. It is my home. It is my family." Of course, he was gone just months later. However, was there a hint all along? Have a listen to this. This is a moment from the trailer. You can be here for 20 more years. I can't. That's Hamilton speaking to the Mercedes boss. Toto Wolf, and that's just about it for today. These stories and a whole lot more are on the Times website, including that exclusive video documentary we mentioned earlier on the Russians who are fighting for Ukraine. It's all available with a digital subscription. Thanks for taking ten minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the Times of London. See you tomorrow. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi.、Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.